0: Welcome to The Authentic Me. The power of storytelling is what I believe. Every story is unique. Every story may hold the answers you seek. With special guests fortnightly so you can learn, apply their wisdom for your own life's turn. I am your host. My name is Mel Yu. Together, we might discover a new worldview. All right. Hello, wonderful people. My name is Melissa Yu, and welcome to the very first episode and launch of the Authentic Me podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here with me. And look, I'm also very conscious that there are so many podcasts and content out there for you to be listening to, but you have actively chosen to spend this time with me. So I simply cannot thank you enough. And for that, I am eternally grateful for you embarking on this journey with me. For those of you who are passing by for the very first time, I am a Melbourne based serial entrepreneur content creator, and keynote speaker for mental health and suicide prevention. Um, I run a boutique events company in Melbourne called MCO Events, where our passion is creating uh, memorable events from concept to delivery. But it's not just creating innovative events for our clients. I'm also the founder of Ego Expo, So Eager Expo is Australia's largest streetwear and lifestyle expo, which is an annual expo that focuses on uniting Australian independent streetwear brands to their customers directly face-to-face. Over this course of this series, I will chat about a few of my lessons and learnings um, from that. But really, my intention for you is to elevate and help you to push that needle, even just a little thread forward on your personal journey. Of becoming your truest, most authentic self. So this podcast is for anyone at the stage of their life where you are seeking personal growth, to vibrate at a higher frequency, and to be open to hearing new perspectives and challenge your own thoughts. If you believe that you are the sum of who you hang around with, what you read, what you watch, what you listen to, then this podcast is for you. You have the belief that from every story, there lies a golden nugget for you to learn and apply into your own life. And with this small thought, I've been privileged enough to have come across so many inspirational and influential people that I cannot wait to share them with you. So let's kick things off. This is why this first episode, I'm going to focus on authenticity and the power of storytelling through my own personal story. I want to uncover How you can start understanding your story and moving towards your truest, most authentic self. But what does this actually mean? What does it mean to be authentic? Everyone wants to be authentic, right? Like I don't know if anyone wakes up and goes, Hey, um, don't really feel like being authentic or I'm a non-authentic, inauthentic person. But we don't often understand exactly what this word means. Authenticity, as defined in the Cambridge University Dictionary, states not false or copied, genuine, real. And my favourite definition, representing one's true nature or beliefs true to oneself. And you're probably thinking, great Mel, but how do I become my true self? Society is always telling us just be yourself. But what are the actual ways of becoming our truest self? How can others perceive us as being authentic? One of the most confronting and uncomfortable questions who are you? Really? So from my own journey, one of the most common compliments and words others have described me is authentic. So let me share some of these lessons with you. Lesson number one, authenticity is a feeling, an emotive word or a doing word, but it isn't a noun. (laughs) I actually cringe when people describe themselves as authentic, like, yeah, I'm authentic in a job interview or Um, representing yourself, like describe yourself, I'm authentic. What on earth does that actually mean? Because if authenticity is about being genuine and real, it is a feeling that others get from meeting you. Authenticity isn't something that you can be seen doing or hold onto. It's actually a feeling. And I break it down into a feeling of trust. People are able to gauge if you are authentic through the way that you, you know, carry yourself, the words you use and what you believe in. A true authentic person radiates energy of self-awareness because if you have not done the work of knowing who you are and where you fit within this world, how can people possibly trust you when you don't even trust yourself? So it starts from within and often we find our path to authenticity by growing through our painful experiences. From finding purpose through our pain, we start to understand more about ourselves, who we are and what we want in life. Self-reflection is a huge part of this process. So going back to authenticity being a doing word, a verb, is because being authentic is progressive. It is not something that you have, but rather a goal that you keep moving towards. And just like I talk about with mental health, we don't just achieve this and move on. Our entire life is about getting closer and closer to our truest authentic self, which we never actually obtain or achieve, by the way. You know the only thing constant in our human life is change? Our very existence is a verb, a doing word. We are changing every single day by what is going on around us, the conversations we have with certain people, the experiences that happen in our society, and the actions we take every single day. Because change is the only thing that is in fact permanent in life, we have to understand that the purpose of being authentic is that we change, we evolve and grow. Your authenticity changes with you. So simply just talking to you guys on this podcast, like right now, like my brain is learning. It's, a, it's awareness is changing. It's evolving. Literally, I can feel that my best self is growing since you know the start of this pro- podcast process to now, and it will probably feel different again later after I stop recording. So yes, that change like might be minimal, But over time, every little action or step that you take will amount to a higher level of change. And before you know it, you've grown into another person, you know? So embrace this change. Embrace that this entire journey is to becoming a more authentic you. But we never actually get there. It's the pursuit that that counts. Kind of like Pursuit to Happiness with Will Smith. Remember, our intentions is to move that little uh, needle closer more forward every single day. So just keep doing. Authenticity is not a noun. It's not a label. It's not an object. It grows with you at every conscious moment. Who are you is constantly changing. Another key point that I wanted to talk about is letting go of the need to be perfect. I have struggled with this lesson for a very long time. But if you don't embrace this lesson and fast, you'll never be able to move forward with your potential. Being authentic is accepting that you're not flawless. Of course, you have doubts, you make mistakes and are afraid of showing your real emotions. I mean, you're only human and just like me and the rest of the world. Authenticity is not about being perfect, but being true to yourself. So don't take yourself too seriously. Think of your life as a prototype. You are always adjusting and making changes. It's anything but finished. We never actually get to the finish line unless it's on our deathbed. So have fun. When you can laugh about your flaws, you will eventually stop worrying when someone else makes fun of you. For me, I found the willingness to embrace my imperfections and share them with others. I started speaking and writing about my challenges through my social media platforms I had to acknowledge some unpleasant truths about myself and dig deep into areas of pain, but also why I was holding on to this pain. Growing up, I was the token Asian amongst my social circle of Western Caucasian friends. As a kid growing into a teenager, I guess all I, went, all I really wanted to do was to blend in, to fit in. When in hindsight, the most powerful thing I could have done was realise that I was born to be different. I was born to stand out. So um, a bit about my story is my parents migrated from Hong Kong to Australia. Um, you know, they wanted to set up this life for my, me and my siblings, which they definitely achieved, and I'm so grateful for my parents. But I guess no one prepares you for the casual racial bullying that happens in public schools from a lack of multicultural understanding. I know we have it pretty good in Australia, and I couldn't imagine what it's like in other countries around the world. But this early lesson of trying to be someone that I wasn't constantly left me feeling angry, frustrated, sad, without. It's exhausting wearing a mask. Can you imagine how much more free you would be to be able to do things that you loved and was passionate about if you took off the mask that society wants you to wear and to just be you? We were molded as children by our parents, teachers, religions, peers, and society to fit in. I'm actually doing the quotation marks, to fit in. As a result, we developed beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that keep us acting in the ways we were taught to act, not in the ways that make us feel like our most authentic selves. This version of ourselves that can be thought of as the adaptive self in research, the self that prioritizes fitting in, getting along, generally doing what we're told. This self is not without value and purpose, of course. It helps us actually function as members of society. But if you're feeling inauthentic, it's because your adaptive self is actually running your life right now. The biggest lesson for me was admitting in some unconscious way I actually enjoyed my victim story. For a long time, I felt being bullied at school or my parents divorcing at an early age served me and should provide sympathy and attention from others. By humbly owning my mistakes, I repaired my self-worth and confidence as a young woman now. For most of us, our authentic self is buried deep in our unconscious where it remains hard to identify and let out. If you have been a functioning member of society, through wearing the mask of perfectionism, I bet you agree that it is you who has prevented you from achieving the things you want to do. It's time to start getting out of your own way. How many times have you said to yourself, I will get fit when I I have the time. I'll eat healthy at the start of next month. I'll write the book when I'm ready. I'll start the podcast once I have read every single article on how to start a podcast or watch thousands of YouTube videos. We place so much pressure on ourselves to be the experts in something before we actually start, ending up in many of our ideas and goals never eventuating, ever. Les Brown famously says, the richest place in the world is the graveyard where all the hopes, dreams and ideas that never got to see the light dies with us because we were too afraid to even start. That's really stuck with me. What ideas or dreams or goals do you have to pursue? Remember, done is better than perfect. So what's the first thing you are going to do after this podcast? I challenge you to commit to making a change. Get clear and admit why you hold on to your pain. Why do you think it serves you? Use your mess as your message. The more I channeled my pain and vulnerability into my work, The greater result I had in finding my way. Look, excuse the French, but we're all fuck-ups. Let go of the need to be perfect. The next thing that I quickly learnt was to let go of what other people think. If you're on your way to being your truest, most authentic self, then you know what? You gotta let go of what other people think. (laughs) Now, I know we have heard all of this one before. It literally stops us in our tracks from doing the things we really want. I was constantly in question and considering everyone else's opinions rather than trusting my own instincts and life lessons. We think, you know, other people have the answers and we need reassurance or validation before we can actually move forward with our own idea. Let it go. Did you know that 10% of people will hate you and your idea without even knowing who you are? No matter how many times you prove yourself to them, they'll still hate you. 80% of people are indifferent. They're indifferent about you. They simply don't care. And 10% will love you and believe in you and support you, no matter what it is that you can do. Cheers to all the mums out there. But let all of this go, the good and the bad, and start trusting what feels right for you. No one else is you, and that has always been your power. I truly learnt this lesson when I started sharing my story of my late partner Angus McIntosh's suicide. Um, Losing my partner of six years to suicide and finding him in our home left so many questions unanswered and took me on a journey, which I'm still on today, to being my truest authentic self. In this grief and my loss and planning a funeral at 23 to finding a new identity of a life without him to the most... Post-traumatic stress that I could keep revisiting because I kept going back and reliving every moment to being able to love again, to find a partner again, meant I had to truly put myself first and not give a shit about what other people thought. I had to heal in my own way and piece my story together in my own words and just go on this creative process that I was using as an outlet and no one else could judge me for that. But what I did was I started to just write. I started writing about it all. The highlights, the love, the romance, the partying, the sadness, the loss, the struggles. I wrote about it all. And through staying true to myself despite losing friends, facing judgement, people's own opinions and lack of perspective for being in my shoes... I've been able to build this community, though. Through all of that, I've been able to build a community, including most of you, who is accepting of my journey in progress and constantly evolving state of finding my truest self. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. The real you won't be liked by everyone. And it doesn't matter. It's not the point. So let go of what other people think. One of the final lessons or key points that I want to share with you guys today is choosing courage over comfort. Authentic people create their own rules based on the standards that resonate with them. They have the courage to live their lives based on what they believe is right, not what is comfortable. This type of empowerment requires hard work, but that's exactly what it takes. If your highest authentic self, which is what we've talked about today, is something that is just over the horizon but not actually ever eventuated, then your past self is the weakest possible version of your most authentic self. If you're always looking back to who you were in the past, you are being your lowest level of authentic self. So to move forward and to become a new and grown true you, to choose courage over comfort, this requires work. It requires labor, discipline and effort. Being authentic is a daily practice. It is a moment-by-moment moment choice of embracing your truth and being fearless enough to share it with the world. But you have to do what is uncomfortable. Trust me. I know it is easier to wake up early in the freezing winter cold to exercise. It's it's easier to press snooze, yeah? I know it is more comfortable to press snooze to, you know, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 more minutes, half an hour. It's more comfortable to watch trash TV or Netflix, rather than writing out emails that you desperately need to do or create a website for your business. I know it is more comfortable to eat the comfort food than to consciously eat well and balance meals. It's more comfortable to be fat, gain weight, than to have the lean, healthy and strong muscular body our bodies were actually built and designed for. People choose comfort over courage every day in our daily practices and habits. So can you imagine a world if we can reverse the two? Choose a little courage over comfort in our everyday? We can hit reset. You know, there's, hope, there's so many hopeful stories. There's hope when we see the fat person lose a heap of weight and feel more confident. There is a hope when we see a broke person in debt struggling to make ends meet, then grow into having a multi-million dollar business. There is hope of people being clinically depressed and suicidal come out and live a life full of happiness all of this just takes courage and a lot of getting uncomfortable if I didn't apply these lessons to myself I would be doing the world a disservice this podcast would never have even been released yeah it might be raw it might be a bit amateurish but my voice or story would never have been heard by those who need it most there would be less good and impact in the world and that's the same for you. Whatever you're not putting out, think of the disservice that you are putting out on others. It's your responsibility to step, or step out and choose courage over comfort. So there are some of my key points, some of my key takeaways for today. I think really to sum it up, recognizing that developing authenticity, this stuff takes time. Examining our true self is a process. And as I mentioned, a lifelong process because we are ever-evolving human beings. It takes quite a while to figure out your beliefs and your behaviours that no longer serve you and replace them with more authentic actions. But with some effort, you'll soon find more genuine alignment with your true self. So start adding daily authentic practices in your life and make positive habits out of them. It could be meditating, just simply moving the body a bit more, setting time aside to have conscious conversations with family and friends, reflecting in a journal, or tuning into a podcast about authentic stories like this one. The more work you do and the more you expand on your knowledge and reviewing other people's perspectives, the more tools you're going to have to continue with your own journey, passion, and purpose. So to sum up the key takeaways, really authenticity is a feeling, it's a doing word, it's not a noun. Lesson two, let go of the need to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. Lesson three, let go of what other people think. Just do you. And number four, choose courage over comfort. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you for tuning in to the launch of the Authentic Me podcast. Please share some of your feedback regarding this episode. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your, some key takeaways? And I'll be doing this, hopefully launching every fortnight. I'll be dropping an episode every Thursday, fortnightly. And for the next episode, episode two, um, I did have a special guest lined up, but if I'm going to promise you in this journey to be an open book to you guys, this person was my partner, my recent partner, but we have just very, very recently broken up. So in light of this, I think I'm going to change my topic for next week uh, to talk about relationships and heartache. I think a lot of people and a lot of my audience here can relate to heartache. So we will discuss how to heal a broken heart and not losing hope. I have plenty of other guests lined up too, so I'm very excited to share about all of them and their stories and yeah, let's keep this interactive though, guys. Like each episode will be crafted to your interests, what topics you want to hear. So let me know by your comments, DM me, email me, whatever. Tell us what you like and what you want to see more or less of. And until next time, stay safe, be well, remember that you are limitless in your potential, and I love you. My name is Mal Yu. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for joining us this week on The Authentic Me. If you found value in this episode, please smash that like button and share with someone who may also benefit from our content. Never miss an episode by subscribing to this podcast available on all audio streaming platforms. And make sure to let me know what you want to hear more of on this journey to your truest, highest, authentic self. See you next time. Bye.